It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hey, Jolenta. Hey, Kristen. You are wonderful. You are always aiming to do good in the world. I mean, I think you are probably more wonderful and definitely trying to do more good, but thank you. No, 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 no. I think we are, and you know what? Hmm. So are our listeners, it turns out. I am not surprised by that at all. We love you listeners, want there to be much more good in the world and much more love in the world. Yes, and we receive a lot of letters from them asking how they can do it even better. Yes, we have. And so today... We are going to tackle some of those letters in this We Love You and So Can You bonus episode. Let's hit it. Today is the final episode in our current bonus season of We Love You and So Can You. And as we've done the past few weeks, we're going to tackle some letters that have come into the We Love You Facebook community and the Facebook community of our other show, By the Book. And of course, we have letters that people have sent us directly at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. And today, all of our letters have to do with being a better person. So let's start being better. Yes, let's start with this letter. Dear Kristen and Jolenta, I'm 25 and concerned that, unlike Kristen, I don't have a diversity of ages amongst my friends. While I often connect with younger students through STEM outreach through my work, my only interactions with older generations is networking at conferences, and often it feels stuffy and professional. How can I connect to an older generation? Is there a program to match older single women to younger single women to support each other? I'm pretty sure there isn't from my research, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. Or is my time better spent developing a relationship with some of the older generation professors in my life, despite some professional boundaries? I've been thinking about this for years and am invested in the idea, but I don't know where to start. So first, Jolenta, what Mm -hmm. should we name this letter writer? Young, single, and ready to mingle with old people. I love it. I love it. It's <laughs> one yes. of the longest Young, ones. Young, single, and ready to mingle with older people. I love that. Love it. So um, the answer, yes, there are organizations out there. There are a number of ways to meet people who are older. And I've volunteered with a number of them over the years. So mm-hmm. I'm going to just shout out a few right now. Um, one of them is called Little, you know, Big Brothers, Joe yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also an organization called Little Brothers, Friends of the Elderly, no so way. that you can become friends with older people. And there are mentoring organizations out there also in almost every professional field. Where right. You can- I was going to say, I've done this through the arts yes. uh, when I was working, you know, as a teacher and stuff where it's like, I have found the way that I bridge those generation gaps is through teaching and like outreach. And it's like, you can, you can make your own connections with like, uh, you know, an organization or a community center or something and like do something you're into 
with people of all ages or maybe specifically older people that are also into what you're into. Yeah. And you can also volunteer with an organization like Meals on Wheels or there's an organization I volunteered with for many, many years called Derote that's in New York. And they were originally founded to offer support to Holocaust survivors, mm. but they've pretty much expanded um, over the years to helping people living with AIDS, people living with disabilities, right. people who are... Um, for the most part, have limited mobility and so on. So you can go and do home visits and get to know people. Mm -hmm. I've spent holidays with some of the older people. Right, and I'm pretty sure, like, God's Love We Deliver does food and other sort of community outreach, not just delivering meals. Yes, and they were originally founded to help people living with AIDS. And one of our patron saints, Joan Rivers, Mm. she was one of the um, biggest volunteers and supporters of that organization. And I think they named a wing in, in their main headquarters. After. I believe so. Yes. We yeah. used to, we used to work by their headquarters. That's yes. That's why yes. we know this. <laughs> um, also, I, a lot of my older friends are just from around my neighborhood. Yes. Maybe it's because I walk a dog, but it's like, I'm friends with the guy who's a super in a bunch of the buildings near me. Cause he likes the dog and we talk and I, you know, met his grandkid and like, you know, it's nice. That's how I made some friends. Yeah. And um, several of my older friends are actually through my book club that I've been in for yeah. seven or eight years. And I would say when the book club first started out, it was so funny. We're like, yeah, people from their late 20s to early 50s, please join this book club. And I was on the younger end of things when I joined. Mm-hmm. And now the now book club's the been going lady. for so long. And then we're like, oh, is anybody actually like in this age range anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like it. Yeah, also just following your interests. As as long as you maybe get out of your box of like doing it like through your, you know, alumni association or whatever. You know, like as long as you follow your interests in a in a way where, you know, people of all ages could also end up there. Like I met a really cool woman when I lived in San Francisco who I was friendly with who was, you know, 20, 30 years older than me from planting sidewalk trees together. Mm. Like, and it was just because that was something we both were into. We volunteered. And then I was like, oh, this woman's interesting. Let's get coffee. Oh, another thing you can do is just uh, maybe look into like a continuing education Ah, class. Like my uh, husband, Brad, just met an older friend at a backgammon class because oh. Brad is also just a sweet little old man in his heart. <laughs> and now he has like a backgammon buddy that he meets up with every Friday. Oh, I love that. I love that. And there's classes you can take in anything. Oh, for um, sure. They you can, can be learn professional development classes. They can be hobbies. It can be leaf identification. It can literally, there's a class from everything everywhere. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they can just be fun. They can be for credit. They can They can be anything you want them to be. Absolutely. It's a great way to make friends. Yeah. We believe in you. We know you've got this. You may be young and ready to mingle. And we're here to tell you there are plenty of people who also want to mingle that are older. Yes. Loads of older people out there. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have a question about being better on the road. Interesting. Stay with us. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. 
Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. We're back with this bonus episode of We Love You and So Can You. And now we have a letter from someone with a different kind of conundrum. Dear Kristen Angelenta, I just graduated college and I am a traveling therapist, which means I work at a school or hospital for a certain period of time that a contract states and then move on to something new. It allows me to travel and do what I love. The reason I'm emailing is that I'm seeking growth and always have in myself, but I get so caught up in all the things I want to do and be that I can't organize it and usually do none of it. Like I want to be a better therapist who learns more and grows, but I also want to have a fuller social life and meet more people and volunteer and things like that. But I also want to be the best person I can be environmentally. It's a lot, and I'm looking for some help from you to organize my brain so I can actually grow in some of the ways I want to, especially while I'm traveling so much. Thank you, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Oh, what should we call this letter writer, Jolenta? Mental load on the road. Ooh, <laughs> mental load on the road. I like that. All right. Load on the road for short. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Lode, I think like a lot of people who've written in over the course of this bonus season, I think your answer may be right in your letter and you may not realize it. What? You are naming a lot of things you want to do and you're worried that you can't, you know, organize everything. But I don't actually think you have to as much as you're saying. I think that you can combine them into one thing frequently. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you want to go out there and be a better person and volunteer and do something environmentally and make friends all at the same time? Maybe you can do a fundraising run walk outside. So then you're outside, you're with friends, you're fundraising for the environment. That's like one way to combine all of these things. Rather than organize seven different things. Oh my gosh. You can just figure out how to put all those things together. Yeah, because you have limited time. You're traveling a lot. It's hard to organize seven different things. Just combine them into one or two things and you've got this. That's what my answer is. What do you think, Jolenta? Yeah, I think there are definitely ways to sort of couple, at least couple and like make a few different tasks as opposed to like all of these sort of amorphous ideas floating around. It's, you know, you can get the volunteering and the environmentalism and the friends together in one group. You can maybe also do a workshop with a friend uh, for your work. You have a therapist friend. Maybe you guys could like do a telecommuting workshop together and make it like a book club. So you're socializing, but also expanding your knowledge as a therapist. Oh, I love that. I love that. And there are actually volunteer organizations you can work with when you're on the road. Uh, Just to go back to that organization, DeRote, that I used to volunteer with, Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I used to do is teach film and television classes over the phone to people. But you can, you know, lead support groups by phone. That might be another thing that you can do as a therapist. Um, Oh, my gosh. That's such a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. There are a lot of ways to remotely work with people nowadays to make their lives better through volunteering 
volunteer work if you want to. Um, and another one of my friends recently trained to be a crisis hotline person. And you don't necessarily need to be in one place for all of these things. Right. And also, because you go from place to place, maybe you can make sort of like a tradition when you arrive. It's like, mm. when I get here, I... You know, always look up the local Humane Society because I like to get fresh air and volunteer at the same time by walking dogs. And I always, you know, make sure I have like a good cafe with Wi-Fi for emailing like my class and my friend that I take this class with. And like you sort of have this maybe a little checklist up at the top that sets you up for success for your stay in this place and like has all gets all the balls rolling that you want rolling instead of just worrying about those balls hypothetically in your head. Yeah. And one last tip I have for you as somebody who also sometimes is on the road quite a bit, like right, yeah. Delenta, as you know, I just finished like an eight-week stint of a different city Girls every all week over for eight the place. weeks. But I'm always teaching some workshop and <laughs> giving some speech. <laughs> but one thing I do to ease my anxiety about the environment when I travel, because traveling does, you know, have an environmental cost to mm -hmm. it. Whether those carbon it is, footprints are real. Yeah. Whether it's the um, petrol on a plane or the gasoline in a car or hotel you know, towels being washed. I try to just have certain eco-friendly practices built into my travel. So I never leave home without my travel mug, as you know, Tolenta. Oh, that true. Yeah. It's like my security blanket, my sippy cup, as I call it. Um, I carry around my own cutlery um, that includes a bamboo fork, spoon, and chopsticks. And when I'm in hotel rooms, I never let the maid come in while I stay there because even yeah. if I'm staying there for five days, I'm like, do I really need my room cleaned every day at home? I don't have my room cleaned uh, every yeah. day. Um, so that just cuts down on how much water is being used on the towels, on the washing and the sheets and everything. Because if you have the maid come in, they actually change everything every no, that's, day. And that's like two loads of laundry for just my one room. I don't need that. No, I don't need that. So I do try to just have certain environmental practices built in. And that helps me feel better so that I'm not being You know it's taken so care of already. Yeah. Yes. You yes. know, like I can sort of check this off my list. Yeah. So our load writer here. Maybe. Mental load on the road. You got this. Yes. That's just one less thing to feel completely weighed down by. All right. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we have a letter about being a better friend. Yay. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Okie doke. We are back with one last letter about being a better person. And I think we can all relate to this one. Yes. The letter writer says, 
Dear Kristen and Jolenta, I am very fortunate to have some loving friends and family who remember me on my birthday and holidays. They send me cards and occasionally gifts. Meanwhile, I just never get around to doing the same thing back for them. I think part of this is because I'm a procrastinator and part of it is because I'm not into shopping or letter writing. But regardless, it's something I want to fix. How can I be a better friend? How can I make it a priority to give to my loved ones what they give to me? Mm. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I totally relate to this one. I do too. <laughs> what should we name uh, this letter writer? Oof. All right. In honor of you, Kristen, we're going to call this one Return to Friender uh, <laughs> instead of Sender. Well, this person wants to be a better friend, so that totally makes sense, and I Perfect. always appreciate a pun. So what shall we advise Return to Friender here? I mean, first of all, Truly just program a recurring reminder in your phone for every important birthday. Like, take an hour or two or do it. I've done it. It's annoying and tedious, but so helpful when you have the thing pop up the day before that's like, it's your aunt's birthday. Also, isn't it okay? I mean, this is the slacker talking here. Mm -hmm. Um, Isn't it also okay in this day and age to just rely on the Facebook reminder of this? These are the birthdays coming up. Fully. And... This is one of the things that Facebook is great for, reminding you that birthdays are coming up. So I don't program them into a phone or anything. I just look at Facebook every yeah. few weeks. I'm like, oh, these birthdays are coming up. And um, I also want to say that on behalf of people like me who are like the letter writer, who don't send thank you notes very often, who don't send presents very often, who don't mm-hmm. do those things, I do think people appreciate other things I do, though, like make phone calls. Yeah, I was going to say you do show – there are ways to show you care – like, there are people who never send thank you letters that I don't give a shit that they don't because I like they are so they so clearly care and like show it in their ways. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of ways to show love that don't include cards or presents. And they include, hey, just a text message because I'm thinking about you mm-hmm. or invitations to hang out. Even if the people say no to your invitations, you know, they just still love you. they thought of you is yeah. great. Also, you know, if you do want to like make a gesture, you know, whether it be physical or digital or whatever. I recommend finding a way that makes it fun for you, that doesn't feel like a shitty, tedious job. One of my favorite things to do, and it might be a total cop-out, but at least it's fun and people know I'm thinking of them, uh, is what I do is I text a picture, but to personalize it, I'll write like a silly, stupid note on a scrap of paper and like set it in front of my dog. And take a picture of it. Oh, yes, you've done that with me before. And then text it to someone. Or like, I got, I just got one of my best friends saved the date. Instead of like, yeah, I, I obviously RCP'd. But then like to tell her I got it, I didn't like text anything or be like, oh, I love the layout, which I did. I just text her a picture of it in front of the dog. Yeah. Something else you can do. This, this makes me think of something else that I occasionally do. Sometimes I'll just see something and it'll make me think of someone. So, for example, our producer, Lindsay, a few weeks ago, I was on a business trip to Austin and I was in this card shop and I saw a card of uh, apologies in advance. This may offend some people. It was a card with a cartoon of Tanya Harding Mm. holding her fist up in the air and smiling. And then it said, break a leg. Mm. And um, our producer, Lindsay, has a long history of figure skating. Yes, she is a former competitive figure skater and she still teaches figure skating. And 
I just think Lindsay is terrific and she's always doing great things. And so I took a photo of this card and I sent it to Lindsay just as a way of saying, like, I'm thinking about you. So it's not the same as mailing her a card or a present in the mail. On the birthday, necessarily. Yeah, it's not It's not that. But it like, Lindsay, I probably have never in the many years I've known you ever remembered your birthday. But I do from time to time. I'll send you or I'll send my sister. Or I'll send mm-hmm. you, Jolenta. You got me those. You had Dean get me funny pencils for Taurus women yeah, just that be- were like, I need more middle feet fingers on a pencil yeah just because like we thought of you at that moment it wasn't because it was your birthday it was no. just like oh this makes me think of you so i think it's okay to a certain extent to not worry about the birthday cards and yeah. gifts if you remember people throughout say, the year. as long as you know you're sh- you're showing people you care especially like when you think of it let them know like they love that and also yeah find ways to make those tedious feeling check-ins like fun for yourself you yes, know yes and then just use the facebook birthday reminder <laughs> and or your your calendar cuz if you're like me all your friends think they're too cool for social media now <laughs> yeah and then you can just send a birthday text that says love you happy birthday i'm glad you were born happy birthday Thank you for being in my life. Happy birthday. And it doesn't have to be a big to-do. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got this. You got it. You've got it. Return to friender. You're about to do that. All right. That's it. That's it for this bonus episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the figure skater extraordinaire, Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Don't forget to stay in touch with us. We love hearing your feedback on episodes, how you relate or don't relate. We also want to know if you've got a predicament you need help with. You can email us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. Oh, and we love it when you tweet us also. Tweet us at we love you Pod at Kristen Meinzer, or at Jolenta G. And, of course, join our Facebook community where the conversation is always kind and lively. Facebook.com slash groups slash WeLoveYouPod. As always, please rate us and review us wherever you're listening in the Stitcher app, in Apple Podcasts. We gotta stay relevant. We gotta <laughs> keep our numbers up. We want to have so many reviews that people will be like, I can't not give it a try. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. And remember, oh, we love you. And so can you. Was I touching a table or just that was my foot like really hard? Yeah, we. I I don't know what it is about your short legs, but we tend to touch toes a lot, Kristen. Maybe we like each other. I think we do. (laughs) You do remind me a lot of my husband, but literally cuter. So (laughs) that's only because your husband doesn't wear chinchilla sweaters. Stitcher. It's one thing falling in love with a house. Picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's 
we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.